Instead of frantic costume change, like I'm wow. doing community theater production of Legally Blonde. Trey is dressed in our Karen costumes. And that's funny because the song was going on and I was doing our usual, like, I usually point to Trey when it says Trey and Chelsea. And I like <laughs> was making a note for myself. So I looked up to point to Trey and he was gone. And I was like, what happened to Trey? And now <sighs> Karen's arrived. I frantically, I pushed the theme song button. <laughs> I threw my headset off. I ran off camera. I had everything preset. I had my wig. Oh, I had wow. these, well, I had these glasses on already. But... The glasses. Yeah, but they were. And then I her. had this wig. Oh, and yes. and he returned with the headphones on and the wig is like perfect. I mean, I'm impressed. What a great quick change. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Uh, if you aren't a part of Patreon and watching this, then you are annoyed. So let's get into the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Review That Review. This is the podcast that is dedicated to reviewing. Reviews. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and Sometimes we got to point it out. Suspicious online reviews. That's Chelsea Dawn. And that's Trey Gerald. And when we come together on this very podcast, we're the Review Queens. How's your week been, my RQC? Uh, RQT, let me tell you, it's <laughs> it's been a week. I mean, all things considered, things are good, but... Goldie is like in the severe biting phase of puppyhood. It hurts. Like she's only 14 weeks and she caused blood. I mean, I have a bandaid on. Look at Chelsea, this. Chelsea, you were yeah. hiding this the whole time. I know. I got a bandaid on this thumb and uh, it's a blader and it's her, it's her fault. She doesn't mean it. I know that like it's out of love, but like it well, does. I think, well, isn't hurt. it out of teething? Like, they're just like biting everything because their teeth are hurting them. Mm, Like I thought that too, but I feel like it's aggressive. (laughs) Like it's a little, you know, we have someone who knows someone who knows someone who worked with Cesar Milan. No, no, the person says she works with Cesar Milan. We have her coming in a couple of weeks to help out. I I have to be the pack leader. That's what she said. That like, if I'm not the pack leader, she's going to be the pack leader because one of us has got to be the pack leader. So I think I'm not leading enough. And so she's getting aggressive. Anyway, that's what's happening over here in my week. What's happening in your week, Trey? You know, we um, I mentioned last week that we I was going to my husband and I were taking our nephew to Six Flags. That's right. And we went. It was really fun. We went on a Thursday. Didn't totally plan it perfectly because um, it was a record high for the hottest day so far. So it was like, I think it was like 97 degrees, but it felt like 106. Like that's what the app said. Did you bring those like spritz fan Fan? things? No, I I was like, oh, I wish I had one of those literally. And then when we were leaving, the sun was already down. I saw these, they were selling them at one of the stores. I was like, of course they were. I know. Yeah. Also some like father was walking by and he had one of those full on like hat umbrellas. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. And I was like, 
I mean, I'm literally like, I would wear that without any shame, like right. give it to me. But we had a lot of fun. And um, I thought of the podcast because for whatever reason, this was not a holiday. It was just a Thursday. But a bunch yeah. of the observant Jews were out where they ask you, are you Jewish? Because they want to wrap the tefillin around you. Yes, exactly. So we were solicited about four times. That's not an exaggeration. We said yes to the first one, but they just kept asking different hordes of them. But it was funny because two of the times they like made eye contact with David. And then the other two, they made eye contact with me. But when they would look into my face, they would say, are any of you guys Jewish? But when they looked at David, they would say, are you Jewish? Which is just funny because I don't look Jewish at all because I'm I'm not. So he's but. like, you look like you're like amongst a group of Jews, but you yourself appear to not be. Point is, I've never had that happen to me when I've been at a Six Flags or like an amusement. Yeah, we park. were sort of curious, like how like was Six Flags allowing it? But it was also sort of fun, you know, so I took video and Denver, our nephew actually has not had a bar mitzvah. And so they were very oh. sweet and were like, this is your bar mitzvah. And they did a hora. You know, stop. You really? know how I feel about horas. I do know how you go. But since I was thoroughly unincluded, which was perfectly happy and great for me, sure, I don't sure. need to be included like most of 90% of life. I don't need to be included. <laughs> so I got to like take the video and it was really cute. And it was definitely a memorable, fun experience. And then we had a blast. We had a total blast at Six Flags. And um, wow. So, like, what started, what started as a day at Six Flags. Ended up being a Six a bar Flags mitzvah. bar mitzvah. Wow. And uh, you know what? And it was not like your Sesame Place <laughs> review. This was a full-on rockin' time. Wow. Well, that's kind of amazing when you think about it that way. I'm going to wear this Karen outfit the whole episode. I hope you re- realize. <laughs> I mean, I was prepared for it. Okay, good. Speaking of Karens, Chelsea, would you like to... Lodge a complaint. Thank you. I thought you'd never ask. Thank you so uh-huh. much. I want to lodge a complaint today against itchy clothing tags oh my god it's just it's out of control sometimes you have an itchy you got like a new clothing item and you put it on and you're like hmm, seems like that might be kind of itchy and you don't really follow through with that instinct and then the entire day is ruined i feel like a bear that wants to scratch his back against a tree you know and oh my god so i don't understand like we have fit models that try on the clothes to assure that the size is correct. Why can't we have fit models to assure that your tag is not itchy? Because there's nothing that will ruin my day. Well, there's probably other things, but (laughs) one of the things that annoys my day more than anything else is unexpectedly being attacked by an itchy clothing tag. What do you think? I mean, that is so accurate. You would think that the fit models, they would, if that's all about measuring, they would be able to measure a tag. Yeah. I do like how some of these clothing companies just like print on the interior fabric. Yeah. Yeah. That, or even usually like one of the, the tags on the side of the clothing item as opposed to like right behind the neck. Yeah. Isn't that weird how the side seam doesn't, isn't as itchy as like yeah. right in the square of your back? Ugh, but the square of the back, it's just like terrible, terrible, terrible. Anyway, complaint lodge. Great complaint. Thank you. One of those like little annoyances that I think most people understand. Exactly. What about you, Trey? Do you have a complaint to lodge? Okay. Today, I would like to lodge a complaint against tears running down your face when you're trying to squirt an eye drop. Because you have to keep your eye open and it's like your eye tears. Okay. You know, like when you were like, oh, I need to put in eye drops. Yes. And you lean back and you like squirt. And then it's like, I blink a lot, like to like make sure it covers all of my eye. And then it just starts pouring down my face. 
It's like what a waste. Well, it bothers me that like <laughs> I I'm putting so much attention into squirting directly past my eyelashes into my eyeball. And then you put your face back up and it instantly just like smears down your face. It makes me so annoyed. Have you ever encountered this? Am I doing eye drops wrong? No, no, no. Here's the the deal. Something you should know about me. Um, I've been like very blessed, knock on all the wood. I've always had like good vision. I've never had contacts. I can't even do it. Like I admire you. I can't even put in eye drops. I try. I can't keep my eye open. It's like a natural response that my eye just wants to close when I'm, I don't trust Uh, myself. I don't know what it is, but like getting an eye drop, even in the close vicinity of the eye, that's, that's a major victory for me. So I guess I, I have a fear that if I don't squirt enough of the liquid, it's not good. Cause I use eye drops. Like if I want the whites of my eyes to look whiter, that's literally the only time I ever do it. So if it's ever when I have to be on camera, sure. Sure. So in those circumstances, I'm very much uh, paying attention to looking my best. So it's really obnoxious that like it just instantly wets my face. It's so obnoxious. And it's just one of those annoyances that like you always have to like deal with. And I never think about it until the moment it's happening. I get that. That is my complaint. I'm lodging it. Oh, fish. I'm hearing you. And I'm so sorry you've had to deal with this for so long. And hopefully gravity will change like i don't i don't know <laughs> i don't know how we fix the problem i don't either but that's the thing it's fun i don't want but, i don't want to have red eyes yeah so this is what we have to do we make sacrifices for beauty what can we say okay so anyway so enough about all of that let's us uh, stop complaining and let's us uh, start queening how would Please. you feel chelsea about jumping into some written online reviews i would love that i mean I'm here for it. So anyway, as you know, we are your trusty review queens. We each bring in a review from the internet that we feel needs to be inspected. We read you the review, we break it down, and then we each rate the impact of the review on a scale from one to five crowns. This is a very regal process that we have coined called... Assess that kvetch. And kvetch, like the Tavellan rappers know, means complaint. I'm kvelling, Trey. So good. All right. Who is first today? Uh, You are my RQC. Oh my God, I am. Here we go. Review that review. I have a review today for the Getty Villa. It is from TripAdvisor. It's a one dot review written by 94ACB. 94A. CB. All of a sudden, I feel like I'm like a bingo caller. Okay. So this is of the Getty Villa. I visited with two other young women and we were absolutely horrified by how the parking and security guards treated us. Rather than helping us to enter properly, since it is for some still unknown reason impossible to walk into the grounds on foot, they simply yelled at us and laughed maliciously at our discomfort. Some other visitors saved us by offering a ride into the grounds. The art is fine, and the gardens are decent, although I did find the villa pretty tacky. But none of that made our truly scarring interactions with the guards worth it. They yelled at us again on the way out when we tried to figure out where to have our Uber rescue us from no signage about it, yet you can't have them pick you up near the parking garage. 
I really don't understand how they found a collection of staff with so much hostility. Wondering if they train them to be cruel so they don't have to deal with crowded spaces on the grounds? Good luck if you decide to go. Maybe book an appointment with your therapist for the day after. What is the Getty Villa? Okay. I'm so glad you asked. So the Getty, so there's the Getty Museum. I think it's like the Hills of Brentwood, Bel Air kind of. And then this is another property that's also affiliated with the Getty Museum. And it's right on the PCH in Malibu. It's more like it's it's beautiful. There's like lush outdoor grounds and there's sculptures and antiquities is really the specialty of the Getty Villa. It looks so stunning. It's beautiful and it is free. But they are very strict about, I know just because I've been there, they're very strict about their rules. Like you have to pay for parking. You don't have to pay to get there, but you have to show them your appointment and you have to pay the $12 parking fee to park there. And then everything else is free unless obviously you're like buying something at the gift shop or whatever. Anyway, I see even here the Getty guide is free on the app. Yeah. You know, whatever you got to park there. So what was interesting in, in looking through the negative reviews, everybody, including 94 ACB, if they had an issue, it was about getting into the place by foot. Or I guess maybe by Uber, like if I, maybe the Uber dropped them off the bottom or something. But like, if you approach that gate by foot, like you it's can't. a problem. Yeah. When was the review written? 2017. Because I wonder if there are signs for Uber now. Like now I feel like even the airports have Uber signs. But did they in 2017? Do you think like 2017 was a little premature for like the full Uber signage? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, but people could have taken taxis, I guess, before. Like there could have at least been a sign like taxi area or like pickup area or something. So, all right. So this review is really interesting to me because 94 ACB says that it's tacky. She does. Is that the whole point? Like, I'm looking at the website and the villa. Like, it literally looks like when we went to Italy and, like, toured. Like, it's stunning. Oh, it's beautiful. So I'm just looking at the website. Like, okay, would I want to go here? And it looks amazing. Like, you know, I understand if it's not your taste. But wouldn't you have an idea of what you're about to witness? So then... It's just funny that they then say it's tacky after having a bad experience. But I know what was interesting. They said the art is fine and the gardens are decent, although I did find the villa pretty tacky. I'm just trying to think in my head, like, is the villa a separate area that they think is tacky or they're just saying like they're abbreviating Getty Villa? Like they found the whole experience pretty tacky. I mean, it's a little gauche, I guess, but it's a museum. It's literally Greek and Roman antiquities housed in a recreated Roman country home. Correct. What? Yeah. The tacky comment was like a little strange. I think maybe we could have used like synonyms to try and get closer to what it is we wanted to say. Because I just feel like tacky. Tacky to me is like cheap. Mm. Right? Well, I'm Southern. So tacky has a different connotation. Oh, I'd love to hear it. Well, we call people. Well, not me, but like tacky is a way to describe like lower class people like oh she's so tacky oh oh interesting i think maybe i've heard it used that way but i think we could have used a different word this person is 94 acb is from philadelphia that means anything well i just have a question here because it makes me curious 
why you can't just walk in, why you have to be let in via car. I wonder like what the purpose and reason is behind that. I think it's valuable to know you're going to have to be dropped off via a vehicle. Yeah. That it's going to drive like onto the grounds and you're going to pay $12, whether or not that vehicle is going to like turn around or not. Like that's what's like. And I understand like paying for parking is always so obnoxious but when you're in los angeles a lot of places are paid to park right so like and the museum is free free. so like that's how i always think about it's like okay i'm paying 12 dollars, but like if there's like three of us in the car that's like four dollars a person to go to a you know museum so i'm sort of thrown here because i think that like the point is that they were like harassed because imagine imagine having to deal like if there is this rule that you cannot enter unless you're in a vehicle yeah if you work security, like you are the one that's face to face with having to deal with this obnoxious rule that I've never heard of anywhere else. So right. like the patience level of having to deal with everyone being upset about that when you're just an employee, that must be very upsetting. So it's valuable to me to like know that ahead of time. But yeah. I'm just I'm I'm confused because it's one of those cases where you feel accosted and upset. And so then you just throw other things under the bus. Like it was tacky. Right, like, like the spa castle thing where it was like exactly what I there was, was feces on the wall and you're like, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, it's sort of like, I don't know. To me, I think that a park for $12 parking is totally fine. Like, who cares? But I yeah. recognize... I think that it's more like if you... I think what's happening to 94 ACB, we're not planning on this right like we wouldn't know it's not it's if you go on the website it doesn't say anything about not being able to walk there it doesn't say that at all and you do have to sign up ahead of time so like i've gone on the website i've signed up i received my info email confirmation i'm walking up to the gates excited to go to this museum and the first thing that i encounter is someone that is how i feel like harassing me about not not allowing me to walk on the grounds or like all you know it's just an uncomfortable situation to be coming into that it was a scarring experience i wonder like if if 94 acb like i don't know if they're just like very sensitive and this was very triggering for them which is quite possible i mean i don't i have like problems with people yelling at me or telling me that, that i've done something wrong and so i can understand like i can empathize with that feeling of like I got in trouble right. as soon as I arrived at this thing. And it's like, it's just like a crappy feeling. It's like a damper on the experience. Yeah. What is their spelling and grammar like? Good. We use parentheses. We use parentheses quite a bit. One time we ended a sentence on a parenthesis, which I thought was kind of strange. Usually it's like parentheses is adding information and then we're finishing our point. <laughs> If we're being like very, very picky here. But other than that, I'd say this was a well thought out review by 94 ACB. I think she probably reread it a few times to make sure. I did feel like she took us on a bit of a journey. Like in the beginning, it was just like we were complaining and then we were insulting a little. And then like when we came out, we were recommending that people, you know, book a therapy session the day after visiting something which should be like a cathartic experience. Yeah. What do you think about that joke? I appreciated the effort. I, I would imagine that 94 ACB probably did book a sesh after this. I mean, I think I can crown this. I think I'm ready to crown. Let's do it. All right. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of one to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another, we will simultaneously reveal our rating. Let's do it. The queens are tabulating. All right. You ready? Yes. 
total score. Okay. I almost do that too. Yeah, so Trey is holding up two crowns and I'm holding up two and a half crowns. Trey, why did you give 94 ACB two crowns? Wait, now I feel like I want to change it. Don't change it. Go with your gut. Well, to me, I just think that the... I actually think that the review is valuable. I think that it's truthful. I believe that this was their experience. And I think it's a common experience people can... So that makes me think maybe I should have rated it higher. But the impact, to me, makes me feel like 94 ACB took it too personally. And Ida wasn't there. I don't know how right. they were accosted by the security twice. Right. Like, I don't know what that experience was like. But to me, I just feel like ugh, you're going to this free museum. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's why I feel like maybe I should have read it higher. But it's not humorous. I would never hang this on my fridge. <laughs> like, I I think it's sort of like, maybe I should have read it higher. They got, they did better spelling. They had good spelling. I mean, I did, I'll just say why I did two and a half. I did two and a half for all the reasons that you've said previously. The yeah. reason why I took away two and a half is because I thought we didn't really talk much about the museum itself. We didn't talk much about what can I expect to see here. You just said it was tacky and like you you sort of like skirted around that they're beautiful grounds but like like we know even just from looking at the picture like it's stunning and I feel like a true review queen gives credit where credit is due. I will be more keen to rate someone higher if they're going to say to me like listen this place is stunning the views are incredible you're on the pch you're right on the beach like it was great that being said and like i wanted to love it that being said xyz i thought we're a little emotional and that was why i gave it two and a half fair right now i want to go there i want to go to the getty villa in a car yeah well i mean we'll have to be sure to take a car there one thousand percent All right, so let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we can get into my review. Love it. BRB. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. It is game time. Chelsea, are you ready to get strapped in on a ferocious lion on the merry-go-round? I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days I feel like I can't. That's with an A. I love that I'm a lion. Thank you. Can you be a bear? But we just need a tiger. Maybe we can have Meryl be the tiger. Anyway, Trey and I have each picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one-star zinger. And with 30 seconds on the clock, not a second more, we'll take turns trying to recite the zinger in as many genres as possible. Just like Queen Meryl, who does it all. Before the clock runs out. Today, my one-star zinger is from Amazon.com. And this is for Pepsi Soda, the seven and a half ounce mini cans, 10-pack. This review is written by Sister Jean. Oh, Sister Jean. I don't know if so that a, means a they're nun? none, I guess. Can nuns have Pepsi? I think so. We got to give them something. <laughs> so this one-star zinger, the subject is grrr. And the review is, I case was dented and I have to use a screwdriver to open cans. Grrr. 
Wow, Sister Jean. Jean. Sister Jean. Good thing you had a screwdriver on hand or else you might not have been able to enjoy your Pepsi. Girl. <laughs> All right, try. Are you ready? You got this. Me, I'm channeling my inner Sister Jean and I am ready. Strapped in on my bear. All right, strap in. Three, two, one, go! Game show. Uh, why case was dented and I have to use a screwdriver to open cans, girl. Yankee. I case I case I case was dented and I have to use a screwdriver to open cans, girl. Lifetime. I case was dented and I had to use a screwdriver to open cans, girl. Opera diva. I case was dented and I have to use a screwdriver to open cans, Wow, I really got stomped on the Yankee. <laughs> See, that happened to me a few episodes ago. Isn't it like crazy when you're, you know, you could do it. You've done it a million times, but it just like doesn't want to come out. My mouth was fighting me. Yeah, that was what happened to me after I did the Southern and I couldn't, I couldn't do the Yankee. So now I'm glad that you did that because now at least I know you understand my pain. Anyway, should I give you Opera Diva? What do you think, audience? Please. All right, I'll give you Opera Diva. All right, so we got... We got four for a try. That is a scary feeling when like the clock is just running and like I, I I like couldn't rise to the occasion. That was really scary. I know. Isn't it terrible? Don't you feel like you should apologize to Meryl? You don't have to. It's okay. She doesn't care. She says processing is clunky. Meryl, she this said- is me before Yale drama school. Yeah, exactly. She knows. All right. So Chels, yes. what is your one star zinger today? My one star zinger is from Ben A. It is a one star review on Google for the Hollywood sign. And it says, I liked it better when it Hollyweed. Do you know do you know what that's referencing? Yeah, the prank. Yeah, I liked it better when it Hollyweed. In case the listeners don't know, there there were some people that broke into the Hollywood sign and they defaced the O's to be E's. And so it said Hollyweed. Yes. So this Ben A liked it better when it Hollyweed. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Ooh, are you on okay. your lion? I am strapped into my lion tiger liger. Yes. Three, two, one, go. True crime documentary. I like it better when it Hollyweed. Breaking news. I like it better when it Hollyweed. WWE. I like it better when it Hollyweed. Superhero. I like it better when it Hollyweed. Disney. I like it better when it Hollyweed. Adult film. I like it better when it Hollyweed. Slapstick. I like it better when it Hollyweed. That's all. I mean, I have to give that to you because you gave me mine. <laughs> Two, four, six, seven. Woo! Seven. It's exciting. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I, I thought I, that I thought weed slowed you down, but girl, it made you go fast. It just made me go faster. Love it. Mazel tov. Thank you. Thank you. Review that review. All right, we are back from that game break, and it's your turn, Trey. Where is your review from this week? All right. So today, I have a review from the website, Better Business Bureau. Oh, BBB. BBB. And this is for the Mexican restaurant, Qdoba. Is that the chain? Yes. It's like a Chipotle, but it's Qdoba. 
Qdoba Mexican Grill. It's under the headquarters for Qdoba. So I don't know where it is. Okay. But it's in the United States of America. Sure. This is a one-star review from Joe P. Joe P. Do not go to this store. The manager, Charlotte, hates her job. Upon arriving, she seemed irritated. She asked me what I wanted, and I ordered the protein bowl. I believe the protein bowl has double beans and double meat, but she gave me one scoop beans and two scoops of chicken. When it came to the salsa, she lost it. She reached to the very the salsa verde, and I don't like the salsa verde. I wanted the habanero instead. And she said she couldn't do it because it would screw up her inventory. I told her I wanted cheese, and she said she couldn't do it. I told her I ordered the bowl several times before with no issues, and she said she couldn't do it. I told her I'll pay the difference. When she put one scoop of habanero in the bowl, I asked her for any second. She sighed hard. Then I asked for the cheese, and she put a super tiny amount in the bowl, and I told her more cheese. (laughs) At this point, she was irritated, and so was I. So I told her, if I'm paying for this, I want it done right. She lost it and slammed my bowl down and said out loud, quote, will someone else help this asshole? (gasps) And walked away. I was appalled and shocked. So when I paid for the ticket, I told the other lady I wanted the district manager's number. When she didn't know it, She went in the back to tell her manager and heard them talk about me. She came back and said they didn't know it. I told them I knew they did, and they didn't want to give it. I asked for it again. The manager came out and said to call the corporate office, and if I didn't leave, she was going to call cops on me for trespassing. I reached out to Kidoba online three times, and I've yet to hear back. My suggestion, Dash, don't go to this store. Nine exclamation marks. Wow. That was that was unacceptable, in my opinion, Joe P. Isn't that like an odd I like I can't like okay. I have this always comes up with this preface, but I've worked in as a waiter before. Yeah. So I just can't imagine being so done that you actually call them an asshole. Yeah. That's just really like is so shocking to me. I mean, that's where it took a turn. Like I was like trying to understand, you know, like trying to be understanding of full size. But then when the asshole thing came out, I was just like, wait a minute. This is not even if it was like, let me get somebody else to help you. Like, I feel like maybe we're not communicating clearly or something like that. Well, see, that's like that's the problem with these sort of like Subway, Blaze Pizza, Chipotle, Qdoba, these sort of um, processional line things is like, you know, they're going to charge you more for sour cream or whatever. For everything. But like, who's actually monitoring that? So I I just feel like this is a hard job to have, like where you're scooping. And I feel like everyone always wants more. But this is the store manager, Charlotte, spelled C-H-A-R-O-L-L-E-T-T. Wait, 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 spell that again? I'm sorry, what? I was going to ask for the spelling, so I wrote, wrote down spelling question mark. C-H-A-R-O-L-L-E-T-T. Charlotte. Charlotte. I don't know if it's a misspelling or not. It's capitalized. Interesting. So like for the manager to be that annoyed? Yeah, I just think the whole thing was weird. Like 
from the get, I was kind of like, oh, I didn't, I mean, maybe this isn't weird, but I was like, oh, how'd they know it was the manager that was like making the bowl? And then that's a good question. Maybe it's on the tag. Yeah. And then I was like, maybe with the like, because the inventory comment, like I've worked in jobs where like they keep a very close eye on the inventory. And so I was like, hmm, like maybe Charlotte like just got in trouble because her inventory was off. And so she was being like very. It does sound like that. Yeah. Like, like she just had, you know, was slapped on the wrist for over serving or whatever it was. And like they're not meeting the numbers that they're supposed to be meeting. And so that's why she was sort of being so strict. I liked when Joe said like that it was at the salsa that she lost it. Yep. When it came to the salsa, she lost it. I don't. I don't know what he meant by that exactly, but I what I what I imagined he meant by that was like he was maybe on her side or maybe willing to like be like, all right, this is going to be okay. But then when the salsa incident happened, that was like the line in the sand. It's interesting to me because Joe P mentions that they have ordered this bowl yeah. many times, but then says that they believe the protein bowl is two scoops of beans and two scoops of meat. So it's sort of like, well, I, I mean, I, I would, I would hope that, you know, if you're going to have this, if this issue occurs, you would write this review armed with per the website. Right. It comes with these things. Cause just saying, I believe maybe he's, maybe they're being sarcastic. Right. Saying, I believe it comes this way knowing that it does, but because I don't know the ingredients, it does make, I wish that it just, I was told definitively what it is. Because it sounds like Joe is telling us that they right. left out a scoop. And then there was this issue with the salsa. It was the wrong one. And then it wasn't enough. And then they wanted cheese. And it was like a tiny little morsel of cheese. And then they lost it. That was I was confused about the whole cheese and then like the salsa comment. Because I feel like Joe teed it up and then played it out in a weird way. Like he teed it up like, like he had, he had a, a line that he repeated. Like she, she said she couldn't do it. She said she couldn't do yeah, it. Right. Correct. You're right. But then later he says, like, I asked for the second salsa and she like put a minuscule amount and like I asked for the cheese and she put a minuscule amount. So it's like what happened in between she her just saying she couldn't do it and her giving him a minuscule amount. Yeah, it's odd to me because also I feel like at any of these processional line things, it's like a mound of cheese, like to, to lose it, like for to slam the bowl down when we're heated back and forth and then the cheese broke the camel's back like i feel like maybe Char- charlotte right was being a little like paybacky by like putting a tiny little pepper dash a little peppers dash of cheese maybe and you know joe was like are you serious and then charlotte lost it but also do you think that they are unaware of how to provide this angry customer with the corporate office oh hell no they I mean, obviously know it they definitely have it. They're just like, if you're going to narc on us, like the least you can do is Google, Google it, it. <laughs> you know, if you're going to say us. like, I don't, I like get it. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, am I going to make it easier for you to narc on me? Like, no. Also, like when you're coming at me like that, I don't know. It's like, I always f- fall on both sides of this. That's like when you're a kid and your parents are like, tell your father what you said before. Right. It's like, I'm you're not like, going to, no. Gonna, you, I, no. Like, Whatever version of it that you remember is the version that we're going to bring to court today. Yeah, no. So that that was funny to me. But the other thing is that I've been thinking about as we've been reading this review is I'm wondering 
how many people go to Better Business Bureau to read the reviews, especially in a situation like this? Like maybe if it was like there was a rat in my food or something, then it's like, oh, hell no, I'm never eating there again. But like for these type of complaints, it does feel like this review should live more on like a Yelp than a BBB. Mm-hmm. Also, we've discussed before with, with other restaurants and things like this. It's, I would imagine, a franchise. So each one I would think is run very independent from the other. So writing it, like you said, just on a broad, you know, better business bureau, Cadoba overall. Yeah. Isn't going to really address the, the issue of this individual store. Like maybe if the franchisee was of the store in Maine or whatever, looked at their Yelp reviews to help their business. And they saw that Charlotte was maybe acting in a way that he wouldn't want people representing his business to act. Then he could actually do something. He could intervene. He could do something about it. But I wonder how much control corporate even has over something like this when it comes to a franchise. I don't know the answer to that. It's a really, I'm so grateful that you brought that up and and I want to circle back to that, but it, it is interesting because in preparing for this episode, I couldn't find what store it is because yeah. you search Kidoba and it just gives you all of them in the nation. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Also, I'm sorry, but I found this really funny when they said that, like, if he didn't leave, that they were going to call, the, call cops. the cops for trespassing. Can you trespass at a, at a restaurant? I think so. Where you where you're buying something? I think so. Because what if yeah. someone won't leave? Isn't that trespassing? I guess. Like if people are like standing around outside smoking, like that's can't loitering. Oh, you're right. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, but <laughs> I wonder what the distinction is. Right. Loitering. I think, yeah, that makes sense. Like you're overstaying your welcome and you're not using the space for the purpose that it was. I didn't even think about to that. Be. I just totally, like, if they had said that to me, I would have been like, oh shit. Like, yeah, maybe they just said it because they thought, but it I didn't even him. question. Like, of course, can you? I don't know. I don't know. My sister's a lawyer. I think about these things. I'm like, is trespassing the appropriate uh, crime being committed here? I don't know. Maybe it is. I will say there are there are a few spelling grammar issues here. Okay. And there. I, I'm I'm curious about Charlotte, but we can we can just give them that one. It also it says she reached to vary the salsa verde. I don't very. I don't oh, I, that I heard that. I was very confused. Right. And then I was Verday confused. Verday confused. <laughs> there, it's not, I don't know that they did a spell check. For sure not. All but, right. I think I have enough information. Yeah. What do you think? Me too. Let's crown it. The queens are tabulating. Are you ready? I think so. It's going to, yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Total school. Oh, interesting. Trey is holding up one and a half and I'm holding up two and a half. I did two and a half because I thought like it did seem like the manager was truly Charlotte, Charlotte, whatever you want to say, was giving Joe a bit of a hard time. Um, The asshole comment was way out of line. And for that reason alone, I I think that Joe has a right to, you know, be upset about that. So that's that's where he got the two and a half. He lost it for me in the narrative. I mean, I, I don't really understand the whole like she said she couldn't do it. And then all of a sudden she's giving a sprinkle thing uh where that came from and i also don't think that this is a really a 
effective review and that the people that are reading it are probably already going there to complain. So he's not really warning anybody that might be going to this Cadoba that they should avoid Charlotte at all costs. So that's why I gave it two and a half. How about you try? I started at two and then I went down to one and a half at the very end. Yeah. Only because there are many reviews on Better Business Bureau that say store location XYZ, oh, okay. store number one, two, blah, blah, blah. And so got it, got it. Joe P did not bother with that, which, okay, whatever. But it, it does sort of cause an issue where I, I can't, uh, it doesn't, it, it, it becomes irrelevant because I can't place where the store manager is. And there are lots of like uh, spelling problems and a little bit of the narrative got lost. Like I, I wish that Joe P had done a little pass of editing just to sort of make sure right. the points were clear. And also my whole spiel about what is in a protein bowl would have helped. Right. It seemed like to me, maybe even they were given too much before, hence the inventory problem. Maybe. I don't know. Ooh, good. Oh, good point. Right. I, I just sort of felt that like, I, I, I want to give Joe P some credit because they did say I'll pay more. So please just right. do what I'm wanting here. But also at the end of the day, you know, it's like, you're at a concession line restaurant. So like, I don't know. I just feel like pick your battles. But if I was called an asshole at a store, I would probably go to better business bureaus as well. Like I would actually. Yeah, I think it's messed up. So So that's why I did one and a half. There's a reply. Oh my God, there's a reply from who? The district manager? So I'm so glad that you brought up the whole point before because Qdoba Mexican Grill has a response. They say, hi, blank. It's three asterisks, but we can see that the reviewer's name is Joe. I don't know. Hi, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Thanks for your review and feedback. We want all of our guests to have a great experience. And it sounds like we missed the mark, which is the opening two sentences to every reply. Just FYI. Sure. Yes. This kind of behavior is definitely concerning to hear. I know you eventually spoke with our customer care team, as well as the regional manager. So I'm glad to know that everything was resolved. Thanks again for letting us know, exclamation mark. I wasn't even going to read this until you brought up the point. Yeah. Like if this is a licensed franchise. Yeah. At the end of the day, who who is like responsible or who is the person to deal with that. And this reply is 10 days later. Exactly. So, but I, I'm curious, maybe, maybe the corporate office saw this on better business and figured it out and was like, you need to contact this. You know, this is our brand. Who knows? But I just thought that that really impacted my score. Your whole point about like, Okay, but like this probably should be a complaint on a different uh, platform. Yeah, because it is sort of, or at least list the store number, location, give some um, right. clarifying information about what the store is. Yes, because there's no way that you could expect the same experience to happen at every Cadoba across the nation. Right. Hope not. I hope not. The next time I'm in LA, when I go to the Getty Villa Museum, I will mm-hmm. not be stopping at a Cadoba because I don't want to be verbally accosted twice in a Uh, row yeah no who can handle that that's just too much lordy lordy all right my queen we have reached the most regal portion of our show my chelsea darling my rqc who are you inducting today for my royal highness i think i'm gonna go ahead and give my royal highness 
to all of the medical professionals out there who have been on this roller coaster of a pandemic with us. They've just stepped up so much on all of our behalfs for so long now. And they're the first ones that have to deal with the real ramifications of what's happening. So I don't think we say it enough. Thank you to everyone from like the, you know, top, top surgeon to the nurse and the person that checks you in when you, you know, go to the ER and, and everybody in between who's, you know, showing up for us because we still desperately, desperately need you. And I'm so grateful. So mm. to all of you, you are my Royal Highness this week. I had to take my Karen wig off for that because just truly, truly, <laughs> there's so much our nation owes a, a debt of gratitude to all of the medical profession right now. Indeed. Oh, good job. That's a good one. Thank you. How about you, Trey? Who are you going to induct this week? Okay. So this week, I am inducting for my Royal Highness, a podcast friend. Okay. Okay. So there is a podcast. It is called Seriously Sinister, a true petty crime podcast. I forget how exactly I got in connection with them, but they currently at the time of recording this have released like 22 or 24 episodes. So they're just ahead of us a couple of months. But when um, we started our whole push online, they were so outrageously supportive. They listened to all of our trailers. They were DMing us. Like it's just once again, I just, I feel very touched by all of these um, podcasters who don't feel threatened or feel like there's not enough space for everyone. I really have been finding such the opposite experience. And that is just so amazing. And Amanda and Trevin, who are the hosts of Seriously Sinister, absolutely fall into that line. Their show is a true crime podcast, but the little spin here is that they're little petty crimes. But Trevin is this like genius uh, musical editing composer person. So they find these hilarious stories and then Trevin does tons of post-production on them. So it sounds like so heightened, so overly emotional. It's just they're really funny, creative genius minds over there. They start similar to us. Every episode, they have a dreadful dilemma. They also have this really fun thing that I kind of want us to steal, Chelsea. I want to they borrow. Do, or, borrow. <laughs> um, they do Fur Baby Fridays on their Instagram. Aww. So you all listeners and friends can send in pictures of their fur babies and they will feature them on their Instagram account. So you have to check oh, that out. That's so cute. At Seriously Sinister Podcast. And I think... It's going to air prior to this episode because of scheduling reasons. But Chelsea and I are going to be featured on their podcast telling it a true petty crime story that occurred to me and Chelsea. It's true. Anyway, love the podcast. Love Amanda and Trevin. And I really would highly suggest checking them out, giving them a subscribe and leaving them some reviews because they're doing lots of post-production work over there, which is you know sometimes very tedious, but they're really good at it. So... My Royal Highness this week is Seriously Sinister, a true petty crime podcast. I love that. So great. Awesome. Oh my gosh, Chelsea. Very listener voicemail. <gasps> there's a voicemail? Surprise, Chelsea. Oh my God. I never know when there's a voicemail, you guys, just so you know. It's I'm always truly surprised. So this is interesting along the lines of your Royal Highness. Okay. Today, we have a voicemail from listener James. And I just have to take a moment to say, we are recording this before James has heard 
that he is our was the one of our winners of the raffle. Oh my ironically. god! Really earning, really earning that uh pin and pen with this voicemail and coffee mug. Yes. All right. So um, here's James's voicemail. Okay, let's hear it. Hey guys, my name is James, and I just wanted to give a shout out to the cleaning staff at the gym where I work. I work at a fancy New York City oh. chain of gyms, and during COVID in particular. The things that these folks were asked to do were huge. I teach group fitness. We make a sweaty mess with mats and weights and all that stuff, and they have to come in and totally sanitize it so that it's safe and healthy for the next class, and they have to do it quickly, and they always just have the best attitude and are the nicest people. So I just wanted to give them a shout-out. Thanks, y'all. Love the work you do. Bye. That's so nice. Love the work you do. So nice. So James has chosen to not say what the gym is. So I'm going to respect that. But I was once a member of this very expensive gym. And I always noticed in the past, the cleaning staff, they do not cut corners. They are constantly vacuuming like throughout the shift. It's like, this place is cleaner than like, I don't know, the Taj Mahal. Is that clean? I don't know. But like, <laughs> I would think so. But I just thought that it was amazing. James is a um, group fitness instructor and wanted to shout out the cleaning staff. Think about That's that. So nice. That's a very underthanked position. These like sanitation workers during this pandemic. Like, wow. So true. And and like, he, I love that he's acknowledging like he doesn't get to do it. He does, you know, if, if they don't do their part and how big how big of a role that plays and that that is true because for so long we weren't even able to go into gyms at all right and now that we're going back somebody's got to keep everybody safe and it's the cleaning staff i mean literally you're the one getting rid of the germs like that's actually scary it is well you know i think that does sort of tie around to this whole world of reviews you know it's just like if we all were considerate and conscious of the other people that we affect in our lives, like it would be maybe a much more beautiful place. Maybe Charlotte could learn a little something from the sanitation workers. Yeah, rather than calling people assholes. <laughs> but but <laughs> you still can counter the assholes. How do you do this yin and yang of life? I don't know. I mean, that's what we we ponder every week here. We meet people on one of the worst days of their life when they're writing <laughs> these one-star reviews. That's very true. You know? Well, my queen, you have made today a much better day. And all of you listeners as well, thank you for joining us for yet another round on the Ferris wheel of Review That Review. (laughs) I love that. Another round in the books. Thank you guys for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. And if you didn't like what you heard, please tell Charlotte. If you want to be like James, hit up our voicemail box, 1-850-REVIEW-0. You can leave us a review that you found, or you can lodge a complaint, or like James, you can induct someone for My Royal Highness. Yeah, you can also follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm Chelsea BD. And I'm at Trey Gerald with two R's. You can always become a member of our royal court when you join our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review. You can also watch free clips of every episode recording on YouTube. It's true. And remember, please ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Duh. Bye. Toodaloo. See you later. Meow. You're supposed to say alligator. Oh, crocodile. (laughs) Karen, get out of here. 
Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Vora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. Oi, Lisa.